Hello and welcome to Hey What Do I Know, a no-holds-barred video pod from the inquiring, somewhat disturbed, discerning mind of a free speech-loving and best-life-living advocate, me, Arietta Hood. On here we'll talk about all things society and culture, from music to fashion, social awareness, on-trend news topics and, you know, my general musings on shit I find interesting. Most of the times we're just beaming, because I talk a lot, and other times I may have guests. This is, of course, topic dependent. But for now, grab a drink, grab a split, sit back, relax, and listen to me. Let's go. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy New Year and all that good shit. I hope you all had an amazing time over the festive period. You know, just chillaxing, relaxing, and doing that good stuff. Anyway, you're back at work right now, so it sounds. this sounds like Christmas was a long time ago, right? I understand that feeling totally. Anyway, you know, New Year, New You, all of that newness. It's the 7th of January, 2020. When I was younger, I can tell you that 2020 seemed like light years away. I can't believe we're in 2020 now. We're in the 20s, yay! Anyway, keeping with, you know, all things New Year, today I figured we'll just talk about, you know, new things, new vibe, and, you know, things you wanted to, you know, you have planned for 2020. Personally, um, I didn't make any New Year's resolutions. I, I re- realized, you know, kind of uh, in the last few years that there's no point. Life is a marathon and the marathon continues, not to quote Nip- Nipsey Hussle, but it doesn't like uh, stop. You just uh, refresh yourself every day and continue the marathon because that's what life's all about. Uh, a few things that I'm really keen on doing this year, you know, it's... Widening my experiences, you know, collaborating more and trying to say yes to as many things as possible. We'll see how that goes. So far, I've been good, but we're only like seven days in in the new year. So we see how it all goes. Um, I've also figured that, you know, I needed to reevaluate relationships, you know, and, um, you know, put all those stale or old relationships on back burner. You know, those relationships that kind of haven't grown in a long time and just put them in the back burner. And because I'm no longer, you know, doing or having relations or relationships just for the sake of it. Relationships for me going forward have to be meaningful ones, you know. They need to be organic, stress-free and, you know, most importantly, mutually beneficial. It's like after we kiki, after we gossip, after we've had like a nice few drinks and stuff, I want to be able to talk business with you or talk like life shit with you. You know, it's like, how how can we help each other? And if we can't be having those conversations and we're still on the same one, two, one, two things that we was in the 19th, I'm not on it. 2020, new things, you know. I'm going to so going to do a lot better with my health and fitness fitness health health with a particular focus on my mental health it's going to be a big uh, focus for me this year because like um as a black woman i've always kind of dismissed the fact that you know my anxiety because sometimes you know life overwhelms you you get anxious i uh kind of just always tuck it to the side because i was kind of taught to be like strong and you know just be this almost like a a, a militant in like dusting yourself up and getting on with things and now I kind of realize that I finally feel comfortable to be able to talk about uh feeling anxious and um I've acknowledged it 
uh it's not my portion like i'm not an anxious person for the rest of my life but i do realize there'll be anxious moments and i'm okay with kind of like dealing with that and talking about stuff like that publicly and um i feel like um it's okay you know for us to all look for help when you those of us or you who suffer uh from um mental health issues so i want to make sure this year i am going to look after my mental health a lot more and uh try to be a bit more uh a part of the conversation around mental health because i think everybody goes through uh things at one time or the other and that's why it's kind of important for me to have the right people uh, around me it's important for everybody in general but you know this is my new thing self-love is another area i'm going to try and work on for this year I mean, I'm not sure if it's my African or Christian upbringing or quite possibly a combination of both two that has left me always feeling a bit uncomfortable um, with this whole self-love because, you know, put others first and yourself last. That's kind of how I was raised. But uh, I read a quote. I'm not sure who to accredit this quote to. And it kind of resonated with me. And it says, uh, you know, it's about black women, basically. And it goes, bred to be the tough-skinned personification of femininity, black women must admit that we can't be all things to all people. And uh, you can't pour from an empty cup, basically. You, before you help anyone else, make sure you help yourself. So that's my whole thing uh, along the line. I'm going to be on that for 2020, a bit more self-love. And that also means surrounding yourself with love, like real love, you know? Not oh, those half and half, half cup empty, half cup full situations. No, I'm not about that. Oops, that's my phone. I should have put my ring off. My bad, people. Let me get to that quickly. There we go. Off now. So carrying on to uh, on our discussion or like chat with you guys about what I'm planning to do for 2020. Yeah, these are um, New Year resolution talk. Um it's quite good so let's just get out of the way it's done now no resolutions but those are the things i'm going to work on for this year and like i said it's, it's a chance for everybody to start afresh but life is a marathon and this is just you know you take it one day at a time type thing moving swiftly on okay the 77th golden globes happened 24 hours ago i think 24 hours ago now yeah and uh ricky gervais was back as the host for the fifth time and it's quite surprising to me that after the first time that he's done this four more times because he does not you know he takes no prisoners and um some of you might not know who ricky gervais is or be familiar with ricky gervais but also some of you might not even like me not know the difference between a golden globe and the oscars because i just figured aren't they the same thing no 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 today i found out that the golden globes focus mainly on tv and film and now netflix and while the academy awards slash oscars focus on film film only but with this year slash netflix so what's the difference there's not much difference really is there but anyway no one watch tv anymore <laughs> so i think the golden globes and the oscars need to think about merging quite soon because that's the way the world was going ricky gervais on the other hand well he's genius and he's one of england's finest actors comedians writers directors producers and a musician so, you know he's just great he's highly awarded you know golden globes emmys brits awards he has all of them in his bag and he's been named a few times as time magazines as one of time magazine's top 100 most influential people in the world he's basically 
a British comedian who is a celeb slayer. He doesn't care who you are, he'll go for you. I mean, from Martin Scorsese to Dame Judi Dench, if you've watched the highlights of the Golden Globes, he went for everybody. Everybody. Did you catch his monologue? If you didn't see the monologue, just go and YouTube it. It's it's hilarious. Especially if you get, like, um, British humour. You'd laugh your ass off. I, I, I did. I was L-F-M-A-O, laughing my... F no, M-L-M... F-A-O. I don't know if people still say those abbreviations. I was laughing my fucking ass off. It was hilarious. And the the, the thing about British comedy is that British com comedians, we just take the piss. And if you don't know what this means either, you can Google it. This year, I'm going to be advising people to Google a lot of stuff because I want everybody to be educating themselves, you know, not just taking my word or other people's word for it. So when people say shit to you, Google it and check. <laughs> anyway, my favorite line in the monologue uh, from uh, the... Um, Golden Globes was uh, when he was taking a piss about Cats the movie because Cats was obviously a flop, one of the biggest flop movies of 2019 and indeed we will find sooner or later in history. He said that the movie Cats was the worst thing that happened to cats since dogs. I'm not going to lie, I pissed myself laughing. Yeah, I had... Um, I, I When you think about it, how... like. The Cats movie was the worst thing to ever happen to cats since dogs. That is genius. Like, how did he come up with this shit? I know he used to write with um, Stephen Moffat, another, like, genius British comedian. But who comes up with this stuff? It was absolutely hilarious. And um, some of the big winners on the night of the Golden Globes included Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the Best Motion Picture... The best performance by an actress was Renee Zellweger. That one I thought, gosh, ain't that a blast from the past? Where have you been? She was a prop she was welcomed back into the Hollywood fold after a couple of years in the wilderness. I mean, everyone loves a comeback. And me, she will always be amazing to me because she played the character of Bridget Jones. She brought Bridget Jones to life and she was phenomenal in it. So good to see Renee Zellweger back in the game and winning awards. How Ever, the award uh, for best performance by an actress, which Renee Zellweger won. I really hoped that Cynthia Eviro would have won this. So Cynthia Eviro, you know, for Harriet Tubman. And yeah, just my all-round general British Niger sister. I wish she'd won this. But either or, happy to see Renee Zellweger back. And um, Joaquin Phoenix won for best performance by an actor. If anybody saw Joker last year, you will understand why. Big up to Joaquin. And Sam Mendes won Best Director. Sam Mendes, of course, um, um, one of the best directors coming out of the UK. And his films are quite poignant. So he won it for a film called 1917, which I haven't seen. But this film was up against, you know, The Irishman. And I thought The Irishman was phenomenal. However, it was on Netflix. So I'm not really sure... If it was because it was a film made for Netflix or if there was any sort of controversy surrounding that. But either way, yeah, I haven't seen that 1917 film. So it must be good for it to win a Golden Globe or not. It could be shit. But the award of the evening for me uh, was the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which was given to Tom Hanks. And his speech moved me to tears. But uh, my tears dried up really quickly. 
when I saw a video of Tom Hanks' son, Chet, speaking with a fake Jafakian accent. Okay, so let me just go back to why I was happy for Tom, for Tom Hanks winning that award. Tom Hanks has been part of my childhood and anyone who grew up in, in the 80s know how like movies like Splash and Big and then in the 90s, of course, Forrest Gump like, and, like, and Castaway. Tom Hanks is the man and apparently he's one of the nicest people in Hollywood. So it was quite nice to see him thank his family and get emotional. You know, when he, the actor gets emotional, we all get emotional, blah, blah, blah. But my tears, as I said, they dried up real quickly when I saw a video of his son, Chet, uh, who is an empire, he's a rapper, he was speaking in some sort of fake Jafakian accent. I'm like, oh, Chet, what have you done? I mean, you'd, I thought he had a good, he did a good Jamaican accent, but I'm like, in this current appropriation culture, was that wise for you to have done that? In this climate of appropriation, I don't know. And you did it at the Golden Globes on the red carpet. I don't know what you were trying to pull or whatever you, you were thinking, Chet. But I don't know with this one. Mm, good luck with that. Oh, oh, and the second award of the evening, which I was really happy to see and watch, was the Carol Burnett Award that was awarded to one of my all-time favorite comedians and TV personalities, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. So, yeah, Golden Globes, winners, and a few highlights. But most importantly, let's get into the fashion, because that's what interested me the most. Billy Porter came to slay, as usual. You know, he was legendary in his white swan, black swan, tuxedo look. I mean, no other words but epic and legendary to use to describe that outfit. Gwyneth Paltrow, I totally seen that goop body. It looked good under that brown shield, teal ruffle number that she wore. It was a tulle ruffle, sheery type fabric, but it was brown and it looked good on her skin. She looked like she'd been like surfing a lot. She got a nice tan. I was like, seeing that goop body, she has some abs and stuff like that. When it looked good, I was thinking. Then Zoe Kravitz, of course, she just looked phenomenal. In some sort of mixed polka dots uh, outfit from YSL. I mean, like her mom, this girl is timeless. She's going to just age beautifully. And I love her. Then for the Brits, I loved what uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was wearing. She was It was a tweed pantsuit. I initially thought that pantsuit was um, Chanel. Because it looked like Chanel tweed to me. It looked familiar. But apparently it was Ralph and Russell. Hmm. Interesting. That was Chanel. But hmm. Hey ho. Kerry Washington, I liked and loathed her look at the same time. So if you Google it, it's like this mixed, it was a mixed bag for me. Uh, like, like I said, I, I loved it and I hated it at the same time. So the blazer was a really lovely velvety blazer and she teamed it with a silk skirt. The silk skirt was like a maxi with a nice thigh high um, slit that was very chic and sophisticated. But I'm not sure if it was body jewellery or some sort of metallic cord, rope tie situation she had going on under that blazer instead of a good old-fashioned blouse of sorts. I was like, that's nice, but it was it appropriate for the Golden Globes? I mean, her hair, her makeup, her accessories were on point. But I was like, not sure about that element, you know, the, the ropey metallic top situation. I wasn't really sure what's going on. Apart from that, she looked great. And... um. Best dressed men for me 
but Brad and Leo, Brad and LDC, and of course Jason Mamua. They just looked gorgeous. Those men were gorgeous. So good. Uh, well done to Ricky Gervais for his good job at the Golden Globes. No matter what he's saying, I'm sure he's probably going to be doing it again next year, and in perpetuity because he was so good. And he takes no no prisoners. No one's safe with him around. Hey, so now um, we have to talk about something a little bit serious. And like this year, one of my things also as well is to try and not talk about too much serious stuff because there's just so much shit going on in the world right now. And there's a lot of evil going on in the world right now. I, I figured we need to take a break sometime. So I will touch on stuff lightly, but I'm, you know, because it, it is news, but just lightly. So like I said, switching things a bit for some seriousness. Uh, the USA bombed Iraq as you know by now, and uh, they killed an Iranian general. On the 3rd of January, your guy, DT, dropped some bombs over Baghdad and uh, killed the general. Sidebar, Bombs Over Baghdad was a song from Outcast. It was quite good. Uh, the top Iranian general which he killed was uh, linked to Quad Forces, and the Quad Forces were a section of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Cops. And he was regarded as very respected in, in, in that region. So I'm not quite sure why this happened. Apparently, the White House claimed that he was the mastermind behind several attacks on Americans and America during the past decade. And um, you'll probably have to do some Googling, like I said, to find out why he ordered these attacks so close to um, the election. But most importantly, Due to, you know, in the last few weeks, it was all about impeachment. Now he's dropped these bombs over Baghdad and killed this general. And uh, Iran has pledged repercussions for repercussions for the rest of us, you know, for the West. And uh, you, you know what that means? It means that they have abandoned the remaining limits of their nuclear deal. And they've gone rogue. They, you know, we, and we, we can't actually blame them. So there's been this whole tit for tat on social media, of course. Donald Trump going up at it at social media, tit for tat. Meanwhile, all of this noise is covering up the fact that his impeachment trial is really soon. And by, you know, doing this whole going to war in the middle of all this stuff, surely this will booster his ratings as a president and re will galvanize, I can't even speak, it will re galvanize the, you know, the Republican Party who thought they were going to be facing, you know, impeachment hearings. And now it's all about these bombs that have been dropped over by Adag and this general. I think the gloating that's been done on in social media by the president, it, it is quite sad because the rest of us in the Western world are the ones who are going to feel the repercussions which Iran have promised. They've promised revenge, y'all. Hmm. You know, all I know is that, you know, that we just really need to, like, pay attention to what's happening in the news and, and, and make our own decisions, guys. I'm done with all these politicians and this political mess they keep putting us in. What 2020 brings... It'll be left to see. So, this is the point where I'll talk about the goat of the episode. But as it's a new year, I don't have one yet. And I figured... Um, I would just use the opportunity for us to say, for me to say, I will spare a thought for the Australian people and stuff that's happening over there with the bushfires. Uh, yeah, that's global warming gone mad, you know, it's gone crazy. 
you know, the bushfires in Australia and um, in Nigeria. Apparently, it's been snowing in some places, or like, like at least they've been having ice drop from the skies in places. And we don't think global warming is real, for real, people. Spreading a thought for everybody who's getting involved with the firefighting and uh, doing their best to raise some funds and awareness towards what's happening in Australia. And, um, yeah, let's um, pray that the fires and that the rains will come down and uh, quench these 120 fires that just seem to um, have gone off. And also, I've just read about an earthquake in Puerto Rico. So I'm just going to take dedicate this also to them that I'm sending heartfelt prayers and love to uh, Puerto Rico. I mean, you guys haven't recovered from the last one and now you another earthquake hit. I'm hoping for all the best for you guys. And in Africa, just to touch on with the situation in Burkina Faso and Mali, the floods and uh, the aid that's been sent there. Uh, thanking all the aid workers and people and you know raising funds to try and help uh the situations on ground so yeah sparing a thought for all these courses uh during this section of the part the quote of the episode keeping it all things new all things new year 2020 and that it's something about a new year and uh it's an inspirational one and it goes a little something like this Never underestimate the power you have to take your life in a new direction. Never underestimate the power you have to take your life in a new direction. And it's by someone called Germany Kent. This podcast is brought to you by me, researched by me, edited by me, put together by me, everything me, 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 sponsored by me. It's a me, 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 me enterprise. Thank you for listening. These are my thoughts. These are my musings. When you think about it, what the hell do I know? This much I fucking do. (laughs) 